Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. Man, it's good to know that God has a purpose for your life. Take a deep breath. Remember that, that God is with you, <clears throat> that if God be for you, who can be against you? And, you know, it's important that we continue to um, realize that and understand that, that, um, that God is with us and that God continues to bless us every single day and not to take those blessings uh, for granted. But today, I want to talk to you about something that's very important. Number one, um, I want to talk to you because we're living in dangerous times. Things that are going on right now all around us, uh, to me, um, it tells us that the end days are here, that we're living in the last days. And I know we hear that. It becomes like a cliche uh, that, you know, for some reason... We continue to say this, but it's true. In the last days, perilous times shall come. I think we're there. I think if you look at all the things that's happening with what's going on over in uh, Ukraine, with Russia invading that country, you know, and the Bible does speak of wars and rumors of wars, and you look around us and see what's happening right here in our own country with our own democracy, you know, just the way that hatred has prevailed you know, that's putting um, the nation against itself. And the Bible says that uh, a house divided against itself can't stand. And so here we are. Um, we're in a situation where, you know, you got one group of folks who don't like the other group of folks. And, and it's, just, uh, it's just a bad situation. Right here in the United States, it's sad. It's sad that... Um, Republicans can't get along with Democrats, and and now we have this uh, just extra evil that's in this country. You know, not only do we not get along, now it's okay to uh, attack our capital and do all these weird things. And I tell you guys, uh, this is not right, and it's not good. You know, we're in that last time where, you know, people can actually... Um, organizations can actually get your Bibles taken away from you. You know, it's getting to a point in time where we're not that far away. If you look at it, we're not that far away. But what I wanted to talk to you about is making sure that you stay connected in the vine. You know, Jesus says that um, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. And the scripture says, that you can't do anything if you're attached or detached from the vine. If you're not attached to the Lord, you can't you can't do anything. I mean, it's um, it's it's not possible because without Jesus, you can do nothing. And so the way you're going to do that is, brothers and sisters, we have to stay in the Word. And I know we talk about getting in the Word and meditating on the Word, you know, and and. Uh, God talks about that in the Old and the New Testament. He, it was good for the Old Testament saints, and it's certainly good for the New Testament saints. But guys, we got to go back to the people that know their God shall do exploits. And, um, and, and so that's where we are, because we're in a time where we need God's power. We need his presence. We need him to move on these situations in our lives and, and in our country. 
And so we, we have some very difficult things that we're dealing with right now. And so it's very important for us that we stay in that word. So let's pray. And so we can get into the word. Father, we just want to say thank you for the word today. Thank you for this day. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Father, we're so grateful and thankful to you. We ask you to bless this time in the word. We need you right now. We can't do it, Lord, and uh, not without you. And we thank you that you're for us. And if you be for us, who can be against us right now? Father, we're so thankful today. Holy Ghost, let your word go out and, and touch hearts today. And Lord, give me what to say and how to say. I need you. I rely on you. I can't do this without you. I need you every step of the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Brothers and sisters, if you're saved, when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, some things changed in you. And the scripture tells you in first, uh, I think it's first Second Corinthians 5, 17, that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. And so when you got saved, uh, some things changed. You're not the same anymore. Um, everything changed within you. And and I know if you go back to that day that you got born again, uh, you will notice that things changed. And, you know, some of them were sort of subtle, like you didn't really realize that things were changing. But all of a sudden now you don't want to sin anymore you don't want to do the things that you used to do anymore remember that you know and you don't have that strong desire to do that anymore well some things changed because what happened is you got born again your spirit was recreated born into the uh, family of God the Holy Spirit regenerated you that's a process that you go through to take that old man out and put a new man in you know, the Bible says that God lives in our hearts now. He said he will no longer live in temples made by hand, but he lives within his people. And so we're children of God now, and we're not the same. So we've been born again. We've been changed. And as a result of that, uh, the food that we eat here only sustains our body. But there is a food that we need to eat to continue to sustain us, to help us in this transformation. God saved our spirits, right? But he didn't save our bodies and he didn't save our, our uh, souls, so to speak. And what I mean by that is that man is a three-part being. He's a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in the body. Sometimes we use spirit and soul interchangeably, but that's not correct because your spirit is different uh, from your soul. And if you read the word matter of fact in hebrews 4 and 12 it says for the word of god is quick and powerful sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing line of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart so you can see clearly through the word that the spirit and soul are different both are eternal your soul is your connection to your body while you're here on the earth. Your soul contains your mind, will, and emotions, right? You deal with your body every single day, you know, that flesh, right? Uh, this is your vehicle on the earth. You can't be in the earth without being in this body. Once this body tires out, once this body dies, it expires, then your spirit and soul leaves your body. And now you go into eternity. And the reason why, you know, I include spirit and soul instead of just saying spirit, 
is because there's a story in the Bible that talks about the rich man and Lazarus. You remember that story? And it talks about how um, when Lazarus died, he was carried into the bosom of Abraham by an angel. But when the rich man died, the Bible says he was buried. And the next verse says, and in hell, he lifted up his eyes. So his body, yes, on the earth was buried, but his spirit was in hell. And notice, he lifted up his eyes. The Bible said he was in torment. That means that he could feel. And so all of your feelings and all of your emotions are wrapped up into your soul. And your soul is sort of connected to your spirit. So that's why I said, well, your spirit and soul leaves your body, right? Because you can still feel, you still have a body, a spiritual body, right? But it's actually your spirit, the real you that contains your soul, your memories, everything that you remember. Because the Bible says that clearly he remembered everything that happened. He remembered Lazarus because he asked Abraham, Father Abraham, to ask Lazarus that he could dip his finger in some water and just so he could cool the rich man's tongue. So he was well aware of Lazarus. He was well aware that he had brothers because he asked Father Abraham if he could go from the dead to warn his brothers about this place. So he had memory. He could touch. He could taste. He could feel. Okay? All that's connected to your, your soul. Your soulish man. Right? And so the reason why I bring that up is because once you get saved, you need the word of God. You have to get the word. The only way that you get to know Jesus is you get to know him through, your, through his word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So that tells you right there that Jesus and his word are one. You get to know Jesus through his word. You get to know him intimately through his word. It's, um, it's his word that brings you into that knowledge and that fellowship with God to know his characteristics to know the things about God what's very important all those things come as a result of being in his word and the reason why it's so important brothers and sisters because of the dangerous times that we're living in right now it is imperative that we continue to stay in the word so we can stay connected to the spirit hearing the spirit of God hearing the things that God is saying and if you're not in the word then you become dull of hearing it's hard to hear because if you spend all your time catering to your flesh and doing the things on this earth then you're not getting you're not going to be able to get tuned into heaven even though you're a christian you'll be missing out on what's going on because you you won't be able to hear because you begin to get sort of a carnal mind you know in a carnal state and you'll find yourself regressing falling back into those things that you used to do so even though you're saved even though God has saved you and changed you you still got to deal with this uh, this mind right um, this uh, this soul you still got to deal with that because the Word of God helps renew your mind the Bible says in Romans 12 and 2 to be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and that perfect and that acceptable will of God. You, so you need to get in the word of God, number one, so you can draw near to God, but number two, so that you can continue to change your mind and continue to strengthen your spirit. The Bible says that the outward man perish daily, but the inward man is renewed day by day. 
And so as we stay in the word, uh, we began to get stronger. And it's really important because the scripture says, as newborn babe desires sincere milk of the word. So even as a uh, young Christian, you need the word. You need to get the word on the inside of you. It's important. It's imperative, you know, to really start your spiritual growth and begin your, your journey in a successful way. You do that through staying in the word of God. It's important. Even in the Old Testament, God told his people. He talked to Joshua and told him that this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you should meditate in it day and night that you may that you may um, know what God is saying and that you can be successful. You know, you can't be successful if you're not in the word. It's hard because you're trying to do it in your own strength and it, it you just can't. So you need to stay in the word. And we're in that time where it's imperative that we do so. Again, how are you going to get to know God? If you don't get in his word, if you don't read his word, if you don't take some time out to um, to pray and talk to him and, and really understand what he's saying, because remember, you're a new creation. You're something that never existed. And so you have to get that get that word in you so that you can understand who God is. How are you going to know God? The Bible says that the people that know God shall do great exploits wow that means you'll do big things but you can't do big things if you're not getting in the word if you're not feeding your spirit if you're not doing those things that that are important and we're in that time now and in that season where we can really get distracted you know this is the holiday season the christmas season you know where we should be celebrating the birth of christ but sometimes we get sidetracked through all the events that go on around us, you know, that are involved in this time of year. And, you know, we're sort of, uh, our minds are sort of in that, that mode where we have to uh, buy presents and we have to hold, uh, you know, Christmas dinners and parties. And, I, and I'm not saying that anything's wrong with that. I'm just saying keep things in this proper perspective, you know, because you don't want to get too overwhelmed in uh, doing those type of things and get yourselves into uh, all kinds of debt, you know, trying to meet all these responsibilities. And it's very difficult to do uh, if you have a lot of responsibilities. So just remember that this time of year, let's let's make sure that we stay plugged in to the Lord. Let's make sure that we keep things in this proper perspective, you know, and understand that if we're saying that Jesus is the reason for the season, if we're saying that we're celebrating him, then that's that's what we should do and and make sure that we stay focused and we stay in the word you know if you um, if you go to Psalms 1 the Bible talks about um, staying in the word of God it talks about how if you stay plugged into the word right that you'll bring forth fruit in your season and your leaf shall not wither so Go back and read uh, Psalms 1. And I think it's blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So there you have it. You know, that's what's important. And it says that you should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth your fruit in your season. 
you know, so you bring forth good fruit and in season. And that's what's important. That's what's important, you know, is that you stay in the word. It's very important because it will allow you, yes, to renew your mind, to grow stronger in the Lord, and to stay plugged in and tuned in. There's nothing worse than trying to listen to a radio station and it's going in and out and you can't really hear, you can't really uh, stay focused, you know, it, that that's just bad. It's frustrating. And so make sure that you stay in that word because the word is important and the scripture tells you about the word. Um, the Bible talks about, um, he told Timothy um, that he should study to show himself approved unto God as a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It's very important to stay in the word. Get you some word. I don't care if, you know, you have to get your phone and, and tune into a Christian radio station to get some word. Listen to some preaching, right? Ultimately, you do need to sit down and read your Bible. You can pull it up. Um, you can pull it up online, you know, go online, go, go on your phone and download a Bible app, whatever you need to do to get that word on the inside of you. Make sure you do that. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm going to stop there, but I just really wanted to reiterate the importance of the word as we go into this new season, this Christmas season, make sure that you understand that Jesus is the reason for the season. And so if you haven't ever, never accepted Christ, man, it's time. I mean, because you don't want to be lost. One thing you don't want to do is leave this world without the Lord, you know, because then you make your decision to live in eternity forever and ever without him. Okay. So if you never accepted Christ, here's your opportunity. And if you pray this prayer with me and believe in your heart, um, then you'll be saved. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now and I'm a sinner. And I need to be saved. Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. And Lord Jesus, I believe that God raised you from the dead. So right now, Lord, I ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I confess that you're my Lord, that you're my Savior today. And I believe in my heart right now that I'm saved. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. Thank you so much. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God, and don't let anybody tell you any different. You are God's child, because he just simply wants you to believe in faith, you know, and that's what sometimes we we want to uh, attach works to it and make it one of those situations where, you know, we have to do this and we have to do that, and that's not what it's about. You know, it's clearly about faith in God. It doesn't have anything, faith in Jesus and what he did. It doesn't have anything to do with you know, the way I act and I got to do this, I got to say 15 Hail Marys and drop to my knees four times and run down to the altar. No, you can run down to the altar all day, but if you don't believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, there's nothing that's going to happen. So you want to make sure that you believe God, you know, you believe that Jesus died for your sins and you believe that God raised him from the dead. That's when the magic happens. That's when the conversion happens. Okay? I know a lot of people think that, you know, you get baptized and and that's it. That's good. Well, you know, baptism is good, but it doesn't do anything for you 
if you're not a child of God, if you're not born again. You know, um, getting baptized is a part of it, but it's not the part that gets you saved. You know, you're identifying with Christ's death when you get baptized. So you just can't, you know, let somebody dunk you in water and then you run around here thinking you're a Christian. It doesn't work that way. You have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says we're saved um, by faith uh, through God's grace. So just make sure that you understand that, you know, it, it's not about your works. It's about faith in God. Brothers and sisters, enjoy this Christmas season. Uh, I'm obviously I'm going to try to uh, come on and talk more about um you know, the word as we go into the Christmas season, I want us to keep things in perspective, you know, and understand that Jesus is the reason for the season. Man, isn't it good to be a Christian? It's good to love the Lord. Well, brothers and sisters, until next time, uh, this is Brother Leonard. I want you to have a blessed and a marvelous day.